Welcome to Opening Me. This is Saratova Best. Um, yesterday, we uh, a new project was launched, um, Feminine Light, or heal, 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 heal the Heart, Healing the Heart and Soul of the World through Feminine Energy. And we're going to talk a little bit about it today. It's, it's, it's based on the idea that um, it came from a request that everyone's reaching out to each other, women are reaching out to each other and saying, we have to do something. Life isn't working so well, <laughs> not in individual families and certainly not globally. I mean, look at the world, right? It's really not working so well, and, and, it's, and, it's, and it's really a struggle in individual lives too, in most cases. Life is not easy, um, and we want to go deeply into the tools of Tyra and create tools directly from Tyra to heal the heart and soul of the world and to heal the heart and soul of ourselves, our families, our individual situations, our small part of the world, and then ultimately our large part in the world. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry. Um, one, of, one of the things that we see in the world today is that the world is um, it's a last-ditch attempt to run the world in a masculine way. You know, the big, big bad guys at the top saying, they, they kind of make it seem like it'll be female, a feminine way, but they're saying, by the year 2030, you will own nothing and you will be happy. That sounds so, you know, kibbutz-like, oh, it's so, so, so sweet. But what they're forgetting to say is, we will own everything. We have all the money. We will own everything. We will own you. We will own your lives. We will be in charge of your lives, and we will essentially tell you how to live, and etc. I'm not going to scare anybody. Listen to the news. Don't listen to me. I don't want to scare anybody because I want you to listen to the rest of this year. But it's a very masculine way now. They say, what are examples of the masculine way? Stay home for a year. Wear a mask. Do not leave your house. If you do, you know, etc. etc. Very and all the riots and all the chaos in the world and all of that stuff, it's couched in feminine terms, but it's really basically people saying, we don't like you, we will destroy you. You know, riots, looting, this is very masculine stuff. Of just, I want what you have, I will break in your store and loot it, God forbid. Etc. And And the whole energy now is just a heavy, masculine-dominated energy, we don't mean by men, we mean that masculine, that masculine energy of not what do the people really need, but what do the people at the top need, and who cares about the people at the bottom? And it's it's interesting because this seventh generation, starting in you know Yud Shvat Tashin Yud, 1950-1951, which ushered in the Darashvi, the seventh generation. It right away began to be a feminine-centered, a feminine energy type of generation. That's why in the 60s, feminism just burst out, etc. But the problem with feminism was that it just gave women license to become better men than men. The women never really stepped into a more feminine way. So I'm a woman, I can be the CEO of the company and I can be paid as much or more 
I will be a more successful man than the men. So that's not filling the world with the feminine energy. That's not the real Kiddush of the Darshvi. That is the masculine energy dominating or clothing itself in the feminine energy. So the ultimate is, the ultimate is Geula Shlema, in which you have the ultimate yummy, cozy home that in general women create. Women create, dear and not, a beautiful, cozy little home. Not only for ourselves, but for Hashem. Okay, so when it comes to the ultimate, we're not dealing so much now with these numbers of 10, 11, and 22, but one of the things we see is that although the feminine approach really started to blossom 10 years into the this seventh generation, you know, in the 60s, but when did things really change? And again, they didn't really change well because, as we say, the women just became better men than men. Only they had more opportunities to get those jobs in which they could be better men than men. So that's not really filling the world with the feminine energy. The real massive step forward was Kaf Beishvat, Kaf Shin Memches, the day of the Histalkas, the passing of of Rebetzin Chaim Mushka, of the Rebetzin of the Rebbe, Malchus Sheba Malchus. That was a giant step forward in making this cozy home for Hashem. And that's when everything really started to change. All of the feminine energies of, you know, healing and enabling and healing from the inside out and coaching and all of that, very feminine, that really all started to blossom after Chaf Beishvat. We're just going to do a piece of the Sikh here. If Chaf Shvat is um, the the last, as we said yesterday, the last shlav, the last stage that begins ushering in the Geula Shlema, meaning in layman's terms, begins us at that moment, we've been building a home for Hashem, and then at that moment, it's move-in ready status. Chav is sort of a declaration that the home for Hashem, the Dir B'dach is in move-in status now. Ready to go in. We could say, we're hypothesizing that that's what it means. So here in the Sikh it's saying, when you have an, a, a, a literal apartment, a home, you buy a house, you move into an apartment, let's say you buy a house, Okay. What are the two energies that are going on in this house? One, the dira, let's call it in this case the house, the dwelling, is in Gansan bottle to the baladira, what's left in here. You buy this house, and your house is completely bottled to the one who lives in the house. Meaning, what does that mean? It, it's completely bottled, alapatim for the dira, all the details of the dira, kidabai, then in mashma. All the things in the house serve me. When I go to get chairs, I get the kind of chairs that really make sense for my lifestyle. 
have a certain style, and I want the, my home to reflect me. And not only that, they have to be practical in a way that's good for me. Some people would rather have very impractical chairs, but they look a certain way because it's important to them that there's a certain look in their home for themselves. Good. Other people don't care how it looks, but it has to be very practical. So some people say, I need only washable chairs. Other people say, I don't care if they're washable. I'll use stain remover, but I want them to be very elegant. Both of those, whichever way you choose it, both of those are showing that your home, all the, your home and everything in your home is here to serve you. And that is the whole purpose of the home. The home is here to serve you. And the furniture and every, and your pots and pans are here to serve you. So, lots of people feel like, you know, if I have pans that are, pots and pans that are stained and the handles are coming off, we throw them out, we get new ones, whatever it is. This home is here to serve me. I have a holy purpose. I have a holy mission. This home is here to serve me. What is the home all about? The place that, what is the definition of a home? I'll tell you what it says in the Sikha. The definition of a home is, plain home, a place that serves a building with furniture and stuff that are there solely for, for the purpose of serving the person who lives in the home. Again, a home, according to Tyra, is a place that serves the person who lives in the home. Your home is your servant. That's one energy about a home. And the other thing about the home is, the beautiful home, if you make it beautiful, expands the das of man. So one is a basic home. It serves you. Whatever you need. You need a pot, there it is. A small one for just you know, sauce, there it is. You need this, how many chairs do you need? Oh, six, good, order six chairs. Curtains, yeah. Blinds, make sure, it's, it's keep out the, the light. It's, exactly. That's one kind of home. It serves whoever lives there. That's it, that's the only energy for home. Why do you need a home? Oh, for the person who lives there to serve it. Any other reason? Of course, there's a much more elevated reason to have a home. Because a beautiful home expands the das of a person. So basically, you could ask a man, do you want to buy a house? He says, yeah, I want to buy a house. You say, let's not talk about real estate investment. Why do you want to buy a house? Well, I need a roof over my head, and I need a roof over my family's head. Boom. That's the first reason to have a home. What's the second reason? I will become much more expansive than my das my understanding of reality and truth will expand infinitely if I ha if I buy a house and I and make it beautiful. I will become extremely expansive. So, when it comes to the dear betachtainim, that the real real home for Hashem is when there are beautiful furniture, and when we act beautifully. Ishana means us as the Jewish people. When we act in this home, Hashem says, I want to be in a home that's really cozy. So, okay, great, sure. Uh, we'll do that for you, Hashem. What do you need to feel cozy in this world? He said, well, if I could have a beautiful wife, that would help. 
Say, okay, so who's that? He said, you. Oh, us. Well, what makes, you know, beauty is the eye, in the eye of the beholder. So what makes you feel that we're beautiful? He said, you know, when you really act like Knesset Yisrael, you know, really, really like Knesset Yisrael, you're, I, I look at you and you're just really beautiful. And it just makes me so expansive, says Hashem. You become the Isha Noah. And, and also Hashem says, I want this home that you're making for me to be a, be a Dira Noah, a beautiful home. So in other words, meaning that we take this lower world and we make it into a home for Hashem and we do the basic up according to Shulchan Aruch. But there's better than that. <clears throat> Dira Noah. Not a basic home, a beautiful home. As it says, in everything that is l'shem ha'kel ha'tayv, it should be beautiful. Whatever you make, make it for Hashem and make sure it's beautiful. Makes, I used to wonder, you know, so much money spent on Achnas's Kala, you know, and all those gatherings. Now, today, this year, all the ha'kel gatherings with all the fancy food and all that. Well, why doesn't everybody just eat at home and then come and drink water? Because everything we do for Hashem, sort of on his bill, on his credit card, and he says, you beautify all of that and come as the beautiful wife that you, go to this event, this gathering, this hotel gathering, and spend money and make it a beautiful event. We know you have food at home. You don't have to come here for food. Make it into a beautiful, beautiful event. And says Hashem, it makes me expansive. And when I become expansive, you become expansive. So, um, because what it does is, it takes the one who lives in the home, the person who bought the house, he's no longer just a homeowner. You know, you know a few months ago, there's someone who, in our show, who moved to New Jersey, and um, he was, so excited and he was telling everybody how he leaned out the septic tank and he created this tool and that tool and everybody was at the show yawning because he said, oh, the happy homeowner. And every, nobody really could relate to it because nobody just bought a house and cared about redoing the septic tank. But <clears throat> you could see he was glowing. He now owns his own home and he feels so complete, even though it's, you know, weird out of the way place where you know you have to walk an hour to shul but he's so happy to be the one who owns and lives in this home is that it that's what we're here for wow Hashem should say ah I finally feel right I'm down here but not only that Hashem says let's take it one step further could you make it into a dear enough a beautiful home could you make this world from what it looks like now which is a cesspool Interesting. In the middle of this cesspool, he says, could you make it into the most stunning, beautiful, incredible world and be the most stunning, incredible, beautiful wife as Knesset Yisrael that you could you can be? Well, he said, well, um, it's a tough job. Well, you really need it, Hashem? And Hashem says, yeah. It will expand my das. Adama Elyon, so to speak, will become totally expansive and expanded.